The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. Network. You're listening to Jones and Brown. Both of you Both Mike Jones and John Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world-famous Jonesy and Brown show. That is Mike Jones. I am John Brown. We are your Philly sports bulls. We should be a whole lot more excited right now because we're on... We we are at the beginning of the NFL playoffs. The quest for the Lombardi Trophy starts now. Yet... I don't know what to make of the end of this season. We got a good guest for you guys today. We got a good guest, uh, Real Mama Eagles, going to jump on the show with us this week. Uh, she's coming up in a couple of minutes. We're going to talk to her. We're going to get her perspective. I got, but in the meantime, Mike, you tried to set this up the right way last week. You know. Hey. I was just trying to be honest about where I was last week. Yeah, all right. As a recap, where were you last week? Tell me what, how you said to go into this game, into this Giants game mentally. Uh, defense sticks. The team is reeling. I was kind of at a point where I just wanted it over. Yeah. Get to the playoffs, reset, start over. I, I felt, but I guess – a point that you made was it would would be unfair and it was unrealistic to act like somehow in this Giants game, they were just going to turn it all around and then once again look like like juggernauts. We we knew that wasn't going to happen. But that was also why I kind of said didn't care, like specifically because there was Mm -hmm. nothing they could do last week against the Giants to restore your confidence. Mm-hmm. Not if, if they had beat the Giants by 30 points, the way the rest of the season, like the last five of the six weeks had gone before that, you'd have still had the same bad feelings going against the uh, bad Giants team. Uh, well, well, I, I would say this. I think it would not have answered – the long term, the, the the it would not have answered all of the issues, but you would have felt a whole heck of a lot better had they blown out the Giants. Oh, you you would look. You know, the, we had been right. low, like right. like 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 like. All right, so let me ask you some questions. Okay, go ahead. Come on. Assuming they had blown out the Giants, mm-hmm. would you feel like the defense was any better? Yeah, uh, no, maybe, no, 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 you wouldn't. But once again, w- I, I feel would it have improved your confidence in the coaching staff? Yeah, no, a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. Here's the thing: I, I, I feel like honestly, winning can, winning can, winning is probably the best. Uh, 
is probably some of the best cologne you'll ever find. Yeah, you, you, ever, you ever smell somebody who puts cologne on without showering for three days? Well, look, well, that's not what we're talking about right well, That's we're exactly what about, we're talking no, about. No, right no, 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 no. Because you just still because have the, I, I, because the fact still that, have I, the linebacker I, issues. You would still have the linebacker issues. But honestly, I feel like I, I feel like you know winning would have I, I would have felt a lot better. Yes, I would have had the same questions. Yes, we would have had the same show. Yes, we would have talked about the same things, the same concerns. But you know what? I I tell you, I I I would not feel the way I feel right now, having watched them go out there and get blown out. Yes, I understand they pulled Jalen Hurts early. Yes, I understand that uh, AJ Brown got hurt. They pulled him, didn't put him back in the game. Didn't have Devontae Smith. Reed Blankenship got her. I understand all of the issues, but nonetheless, I feel like, like, I, a win feels better than a loss. I hear you, mm-hmm. but the problem isn't the wins and losses with this team. This team has eleven wins. Yeah, if they came, in, hold on, because if they those wins that had come in a different order, and they still had eleven wins you'd feel a whole lot better about this team. It's not the wins and losses. Mm-hmm. What's going on with this team is they seem like they've checked out on the season. Mm-hmm. And playing a bad Giants team that is cycling in quarterbacks, doesn't have any real offensive weapons outside of Saquon, their defense is bad. None of that would have made you feel better about a team that's checked out on the year. I think that you could have made, at the very least, you could have made a case that maybe this team hasn't checked out if they came out and beat on beat up the Giants. Whereas right now, they, after that game, they looked fully checked out. But see, that's the problem. They looked checked out fully during the Arizona game. Mm. They they looked check out checked out during the Giants game that they won. Mm-hmm. Like they lost to Seattle, First and then what? And then what? What Dallas and San Francisco did to him? At, if you want to go back that far, yeah, they haven't looked. And the defense; those issues go back long before the San Francisco game when you were mm-hmm. winning. Yeah, the Chiefs had a play to beat you. Your defense gave it up. The Bills had a play to beat you. These aren't hypothetical what ifs. Mm-hmm. The plays were called. They were there. The receivers were open to score, and they just couldn't connect. This isn't like thinking, oh, well, maybe th- these plays happened. It was just small miscues that got the Weagles those wins. Like this team's issues w- go back long before they were losing. And we <laughs> saw it when they were winning. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. We saw it when they were winning. We saw when we saw when they were winning, and part of the problem was we kind of we we figured that. We, well, we, I shouldn't say we figured. We hoped that they would figure it out, that mm-hmm. they would work their way through it. Yeah, we were and, waiting for them to flip the switch and look like last year again. Like, oh, mm-hmm. they still know how to win; they'll get it done. No, nah. mm-hmm. and a lot of it, and I think a lot of it is something I talked about because we have a quarterback who who is very talented at saying the right things, 
who ta- who talks as if he is in control all the time. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing, but what I'm saying is there was going to be a point where the the walk didn't match the talk. And that's going to get old real quick. And I feel like it has gotten old real quick in, in this fan base. I mean, the coach and quarterback alike, when they, when they talk, you're getting everything they've got from the from the cliche bag. Like, oh, yeah. They're deep, yeah. they're deep in their cliche bag. Yeah. And yeah, when you're winning, fans will be like, "Oh, whatever. I don't care. I know he's not saying anything, but they're winning." Mm-hmm. When you're losing and you've got no answers, mm-hmm. and they go into the cliche bag, that that's where winning and losing makes difference. Of how the fans accept, accept yes. start accepting certain stuff, like. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't want to hear of anything about the main things, the main thing, week number five. Like, nah, I want to hear about winning, how you gonna fix it. I, I know that rent is like I know that rent is due. I understand that rent is due. Yes. Mm-hmm. Been paying rent for a long time. You yeah, know, I don't want to hear about I don't want to hear about flowers. I don't want to hear about roots. So I, I just want to see winning. Well, you know, coach coming up to to the podium and say, Well, you know, it, it starts with me, the coaches, and then the players have to execute, and we got to ski. Like it's all the same stuff. Like mm-hmm. we, yeah, we have to be better. Like of course you have to be better. You lost. It's a competition. But if you lost, you got to get better. That like worth. Like he says nothing, and mm-hmm. but we've been accepting it of it for so long because you know he overachieved nine and seven the first year, Super Bowl appearance last year. But this year, however we felt about Gannon, his defense worked better than this one, and he's gone. He's in Arizona now. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, no, nobody had any problems with Shane Steichen, but you know, we liked Shane Steichen, but mm-hmm. he he's in Indianapolis now. Mm-hmm. So, so, but none, but nonetheless, we are where we are, and that is in the playoffs. We are still in the playoffs. We have a playoff mm-hmm. game coming on Monday coming up on Monday and I've had, I've had difficulty kind of picking up on the vibe going into this game. Have you? Because, yes, because uh, I have, uh, well, well, we'll get into that because I feel like this is, this isn't the, this, this is, I don't have the, the I don't feel the excitement that I normally feel. Of course you don't. Because you're that's the thing, you're not picking up on the vibe because you're looking for the wrong vibe. The vibe that's out there right now is the fans are following suit of the team and they're starting to check out. Mm. Yeah, the team, I, I, like the, I, the confidence well, just, of our fan base is not there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've never felt like this going into the playoffs with this team before. Mm. Going into the playoffs, I've always felt like, you know what? Hey, anything could happen. You know, at the very least, at the very least, anything could happen. There have been times when we've gone into the playoffs and expectations weren't necessarily high. Oh, see, but see, that, I was just about to say that. Two years this ago. Is, this is probably yeah, only two, the second two time. Two years ago. You, see, this is probably only the second time in your life that you mm-hmm. went into a season with genuine Super Bowl expectations. Mm-hmm. The year T.O. was here and okay. this year. Okay. There were other years where it's like, okay, we're good. We have a shot. We could compete. 
there were a year, a lot of years where it's like, yeah, we're not that good. And then if they overachieve, you're excited. Mm-hmm. You've never come into a season outside of that T.O. year this year saying we should go to the Super Bowl. Mm. It's flat out Super Bowl or bust based on every, based on everything on the roster, track mm. record, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, our guest was here, man. Guest was here, and I'm look. I'm a terrible host because we had made her wait for for a couple of minutes, and that, that's 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 on me. This woman's a superstar in these streets, man. I watch her every day. Just give it to Cowboys fans, and I love it. She's a star in Eagles Twitter. She's a star on Twitch. She uh does a whole bunch of things, and when, and, and 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 for me personally. As a podcast host, she was one of my very first guests, one of the very first people I ever reached out to to come on and do a, do a show with me as a guest. And she said yes, and that meant a lot to me because ain't nobody know me. And she said she'd come on, so that always means a lot to me. Let's bring in, let's bring in our guest this week. We call we love her. We call her Key. She's also known in these streets as the Real Mama Eagle. Key, what's going on, girl? A lot. How are you both doing tonight? <laughs> We're doing oh, we're bad. Good. That's what we're, you know we're not doing I'm good. good. We're doing bad, man. <laughs> we're doing See, I adjusted my expectations, so I'm good. Getting no, man. Can, right? Just to no. set yourself up. <laughs> He's lying, man. He's not doing good. How can you get You've seen this last month. Mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't, but yes, I've seen us last month. And, <laughs> and even for me, a glass half full person, it's been an adventure. <laughs> This is painful. I, I I don't I don't know. I've never felt like this before. I've never like at the very least I've been like, hey, let's see what happens. But now this game on Monday, it's coming up. I'm trying to psych myself up to get some sort of confidence. I really do not know what to expect come Monday night. I don't know what I'm. I'm hoping we don't see the team of the last month, but we very well might. You know. Probably, you know, I, I don't know what to think. I honestly don't know what to think. I think it's scary because you know that out of all the matchups the Eagles could have got wildcard weekend on paper, this is the best team that you the team you'd want to face over anyone else in the NFC, given Baker has rib injury and ankle injury. But then you think about the other side of the football, Todd Bowles knowing defense, dials up the blitz. We haven't stopped the blitz. So I can argue why we would win. I can argue why we would lose. It's it's a tough it's a tough matchup, and and like you're both saying, kind of hard to really be excited about. But it is the playoffs. So I mean, we're there. I'd rather be there than not be there. Mm-hmm. So you you mentioned it, Todd Bowles and his defense, and they like to pressure that actually blitz more than anyone else in the NFL this year. And if we've, and I know we've all been paying attention this season, Jalen has not been as effective against the Blitz this year, season as he was last. I'll say it kindly. Last year, he was really good against the Blitz. This year, it's been really bad. Let's, let's be honest about it. I don't even want to be kind about it at this point. He's been bad against the Blitz. Do we think Ben, uh, um, the, ben Johnson and Nick Sirianni can fix this? It's hard. Do we trust them? Obviously, um, and, and I'm not I'm not defending Jalen's play, but a lot of people are putting it out there that like they're blaming him for the blitz, but Shane Sykin knew how to adjust to the blitz. The offensive line is getting rushed almost immediately, so Jalen doesn't even have time to throw it away. 
you saw multiple times in the Giants game, he got sacked almost immediately. And it it is a it is a it is a Johnson issue. It it hasn't been fixed. It's it's literally a big part of the reason they've lost five out of the last six games because he hasn't been able to figure it out. But you can remedy that by running the ball. And even a team like Tampa, who they, they have a decent run defense, you can still get about four yards of carry on them. That's the way to adjust to it. And it's 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 just a matter of doing it. But um, this this is a to me this is a Johnson failure, and I I can't really fully blame Jalen when he doesn't have time to get rid of the ball. And I just and, and part of that I feel like Johnson was Johnson was Jalen's guy. Mm-hmm. You know that that was his quarterback coach. He had uh had a history with him. He liked him a lot. He and you want to see somebody in that position succeed. You know, the next step for most quarterback coaches is offensive coordinator. You want you want to see them calling plays, but it it somebody is going to have to fall on the sword here when this season is over. No matter what happens, unless they somehow just start lighting it up starting on Saturday and they just ride this wave to a, a championship. But it just looks like, as of right now, it looks like somebody's going to have to fall on their sword. And it's like he's not going to take a demotion. And so then, so then what? I mean, it's like you, you got to get rid of Johnson, right? He he has to well, go. Right? Well, to be clear, Johnson's on a couple teams' list for head coach interviews, so, one way or another. So that may be outside the Eagles' heads before it even comes to that. However, yeah. I will say good, this: good luck to him. Yeah. If they don't beat Tampa Bay, there's a good chance that whole staff gets cleaned up. Clean the house. There's a cleaning of house with a whole staff. Mm. You even never at, th- even at like even at eleven wins, no matter what, if they if they lose to Tampa Bay, everyone's got to go. I think both if coordinators you, are going regardless. Absolutely, coordinators for sure. Unless they win the Super Bowl, but even then, I still think Brian Johnson's gone because somebody's still if they went if they manage to turn it around, someone mm-hmm. will want him. So either way, he's gone. I I agree completely. But if they have a poor showing where it looks like they quit on Sirianni. He could mm-hmm. be that in that case, I think he could be gone too, which is amazing for a guy who's been here three years and been in the playoffs three times to mm-hmm. think of there's a chance he could be let go. It seemed it's five weeks ago that would have sounded far fetched, but watching this team's performance yes. since then, it's hard to take anything off the table right now. Oh. And I say that knowing some of the names that are actually out there this coaching cycle, this could be a really attractive job for some people. Yeah, I, I agree with you on 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 one thing, and I, I feel like I was with you with I didn't think there was any chance that Sirianni would get fired even three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But given now the way it's going. Mm-hmm. Now it's like anything's on the table because we took when you look at the things that that we have said about Jeffrey Lurie as an owner over the years and things that he hasn't done you know, like Jeffrey Lurie never fired anyone during the season until he fired Chip Kelly. You know, uh, I mean, there are other 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 things, and right now I'm like, you know what, you. He's never fired a winning coach, uh, a coach, you know, after a winning season. But this guy, this 
this could be the uh this could be the exception. This might be the exception. I I don't know. All right. Keith, so, let, let me ask real quick. Because we said real quick, because you said he's never fired a, a a winning coach. Does this feel like a winning season no. to either of you? Yes. I mean, technically it still is. Everyone yeah. says it's not that's why I said it feel. Ended, but it, it, it is a 11 and six season. It is a winning mm -hmm. season. So Abs it's not like that's it's not like Andy Reid's last year, Chip Kelly's last mm -hmm. year. It's yeah. nothing like that, despite how reactionary fans are. No, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like you know, I'm, I'm quick to always remind us like we're still in the playoff, but mm -hmm. most the emotional part of it, the fan experience, the way that season ended. I, the, like the level of dejection, we might as well have been a three or three or four win team. Like you're watching this team, it's like we're oh, just try bad. Being at the Arizona game. Ooh. I was there. Oh. Are you serious? Oh. I was there. Oh. The fourth quarter was awful. We were celebrating at halftime. It was 21 to six. We're like, okay, cool. We're actually rolling for once. Close them out. Mm -hmm. That and fourth quarter was oh. so miserable. <laughs> what? Like what? What were you thinking watching the defense have no answers for James Conner? They they just let it, they they he just he didn't even get like really big runs. He was just slowly gashing them for like mm -hmm. four yards per run, but it was still adding up. Mm -hmm. And then they were allowing Kyler to get off quick short passes. So it was just it was really hard to watch. Um, and I kept saying to my friend that I went, I was like, we have to keep scoring because we're obviously not stopping them today. Mm -hmm. So when we kicked the field goal and went up uh, 31 and 28 late. My first thought was we're about to let them go right down and score and, and lose the game. And everyone in the stadium knew everybody was saying it. We all knew. And that's where we are as fans. All right. Let me ask the both of you a question. Cause both of you, both of you, the three of us now, we, you know, we, we don't need to get into age or whatever, but we've all been long-term, <laughs> lifelong Eagles fans. Mm -hmm. Over the year, we, we've seen a lot of good football. We've seen the best of the best. We've seen some of the worst of the worst. I want to ask the both of you, in your opinion, what was rock bottom? What felt like, what was rock bottom to you over the years of what? This is close, but but 2005 felt like just the most cruel punch in the gut because they lost the Super Bowl. Then everyone got injured. Akers had like the torn hamstring. McNabb mm. got the sports hernia against Dallas. Everybody was hurt. Mm. And they could only seem to beat AFC West teams. And it was just a, a disaster. Then you had McNabb and TO's destruction. Mm. It, it just, everything felt bad. Um, to, that in 2012... And and this collapse, if they went, I think if they lose Monday, this will go down as one of the worst seasons in recent memory, at least the way it ended. For me, and, and you definitely gave a, a quality answer. I, all those seasons were bad, but rock bottom for me, and I, I know JV knows where I'm going. It, it was Charles Kelly's last season. Oh, year. like, yeah, I, it was, yeah, like, because. Because with him here, it was there was the part where it's like, I'm watching you and I know you're not an NFL guy. And I know this is not an NFL system. Like you need 90 people on the roster for his system to work. Mm -hmm. And every year you would see, like year one, it was like, okay, you started out hot and then you kind of tailed at the end. 
Then year two is kind of the same, but not quite as good. And then year three, it was just like nobody on the roster believed him at all anymore. It was mm-hmm. like they were just going through the motions. You knew he had to go early in the year. You knew the team wasn't responding. The defense couldn't keep up with like time of possession meant nothing to him on offense. So the defense was out there 40 minutes a game, every game. Like it was just bad watching that team play to me because I knew there was no hope for him as long as he was here. So for me, that, that was my rock bottom. I didn't even say that coach a name for about four years after that. And I, I, I hosted a show with you. I, I remember mm-hmm. You know, I, it, I wouldn't let me, I wouldn't let anyone on the show say his name. I, I, we, I had to, we had I to refer to him as the worst coach in NFL history. That was it's how we had to refer to him. Say his name now. I, I applaud you for that. That's progress <laughs> right there, my friend. I appreciate that. Uh, like for me, rock bottom probably, I, and, and I've talked about this with people this season because people are talking about this slide, and I'm like, this slide is is not worse than '94. Oh, you going all the way back? Yeah, '94 was rock bottom. I've because heard that, that was a lot of people. Because 90, 94 was probably the first time mm-hmm. in, in, in my life that I actually had and thought within a season that the Eagles could go to a Super Bowl. Then they like start like seven and two and like lose the rest, lose like the rest of their games or <laughs> yes. something. Yes, yes. And, and I was I'm, a little I'm, young for that, but my my dad like constantly talks about ninety four. Ninety four was the worst. Let me let me, tell, uh, let, me let me let me throw ninety four out there because I, I I feel like people don't understand. I'm like ninety four. Yes, they started out seven and two, and at the height of that that run, they beat San Francisco in Candlestick Park. Oh, wow. forty to eight. Mm-hmm. They beat and that, that, that's Steve Young, eight. Jerry Rice, all yes. those guys. Steve yeah. Young got benched in that game. Matter of fact, ninety-four. They might have had Dion. Yeah. I no. I, you know what? They they might they might. Yes, they did. They did that's have right before Dion. He went to, that's right before he went to Dallas. Yes, they did have Dion yeah. because San Francisco went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, so, and then they went to Dallas the next year and Dallas won. And, and, what, and Dallas won. Mm-hmm. I but, thought a, after that game, I thought, okay, this team has it. This team, this team is shaking whatever curse. They've now proven they can you know they, they proved they could win a couple seasons. Uh uh they could win in the playoffs because they had a, they had a playoff win after Buddy went three years and never got one. And that was the first time in my life mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this team can this team could go. This team could do it. And then they lost seven straight and finished not uh seven and nine. They went from seven and two to seven and nine. Mm-hmm. Pretty much starting a mass exodus. It was our Reggie White had already bounced. And then pretty much everyone else bounced right after that. So here's gone. my question. Because you 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 remember that collapse. Yes. Did it feel worse than the end of this season? Yes. And let me in the yes. moment when it was happening. Yes. Seven straight because, losses. Is, still is that seven simply because losses. you knew you were at, you had a playoff spots clinched? Because for me, watching this team play, mm-hmm. they look worse than the that ninety four team looked going down the stretch. This team looks helpless right now. Mm-hmm. Like what the like what answers do they have? 
Some like, seriously, that's a question. What answers are available to this team on defense? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There, I mean, like, and this is what I've said before. I'm like, I I don't understand, and I'm at a point where, for I'm at a point where like I I this is uncharted uh, territory for me. Like I've never gone into a playoff game feeling like this, feeling like I'm not sure what we're going to see and trying not to focus on thinking, I know I'm going to see something negative. I'm going to see something I don't, I, I don't, I don't like. And that's been the difficult part. So I guess like, you know, we've talked about what's rock bottom and for us and then trying to compare it, like where, like, do we all agree that this, from wherever we thought was rock bottom before that this could be worse if they end up if losing they, on Monday? Would this be your new rock bottom? They lose on Monday. I think 2005 is still more so, difficult for me because the future felt hopeless. Like even if they were to lose Monday, it's not mm-hmm. like the window's closed and they're still going to have Jalen Hurts. They're still going to have these young wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. could probably get DeAndre Swift back on a cheaper deal. You're going to still have, you know, you still have good players on your defense. I, I'm just a believer that they're playing too many snaps and not being used correctly. That's my belief, at least for at least for the D-line. You know, linebackers obviously get used to work, but I'm not looking at the future like we're doomed, like mm-hmm. how I felt after like 2020 and 2012. And yeah. Right. You know. I agree. And with everything I just said, they're still playing a playoff game. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to call this rock bottom. It's in the moment, the last f- several weeks watching those games, that was devastating. Why? Like, because you you coming off, you were ten and one. You beat Buffalo right after beating KC, and you're feeling like an all time high. Like there's like you you feel like this team had something special. Like they just know how to win. That was all the talk. This team knows how to win. They don't know how to win anymore. So that part, watching those games, it's like a knife in the gut. Mm-hmm. But we're still in the playoffs. That is true. So the you question- still have the most favorable matchup you could ask for in the playoffs. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Philly and Buffalo have like the. I'm not going to say easy because nothing's easy, but they have the mm-hmm. most favorable matchups in front of them. Philly and Buffalo for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so, so that so that being said, can they figure it out? And I, I'll put that question to the both of you. You know, as hopeless as it looks, as it look as as hopeless as they have looked. You know, these two straight games watching bad teams march up and down the field on you. Do you feel like they can figure it out come come Monday? Well. For me, I, I wouldn't really, I'm not really focused more so on can they figure it out because are they going to completely figure it out? Their schemes are what they are. It's a matter of, are you going to put together a performance to win Monday? And the Giants game was tough, but you think Devontae Smith was out. He fully practiced and, mm-hmm. you know, AJ Brown left early. So with AJ and Devontae out, you vertically, you had, you had nothing vertically down the field and you didn't have Swift. So I didn't realistically at that point, I didn't expect the offense to look good because most of our weapons were gone. You're going to have some of that back, even if you don't have AJ. Um, And I would like to think that even though, you know, guys like Drew Locke 
and Kyler Murray had success late in games against us, they'd be able to at least somewhat keep a very hobbled and he's injured. They're, they're, they're down there in Tampa panicking. He's mm-hmm. injured. Um, yeah. But if you can keep him somehow contained and not let him get there's, there's a chance. And, and it, again, it's not about it looking great. It's about getting past letting the team build some confidence and then thinking, okay, maybe we can go into the second round, getting a chance and look, maybe you're lucky. And someone gets upset this weekend. That's big in the NFC. And then you potentially have an even more favorable matchup next week. You never know. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling as well. Because, yeah, let's just the linebacking position is what it is. And in modern NFL, the middle of the field's important. So that's going to be a hole that's going to be there. But this will be Avante Maddox is what, third week back? Mm-hmm. Something like third or fourth week back. I think third. It's third. third yep. Yeah. And then with Slay back, hopefully. Either Bradbury will be feeling refreshed or put Ringo out there. Some he hasn't looked terrible on the outside because Bradbury's just been getting run by all year. So mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that having Maddox back and Slay back, both of them in the lineup for the first time since early in week two, that will do a lot to help the coverage which in turn could help the D-line to have that extra half second. And they might not even need an extra half second, extra tenth of a second to get after a hobbled Baker. Because with the ankle and the rib problems he has, and let's be honest, Baker had a much improved year from what what we've seen from him in in previous seasons. Mm-hmm. I still don't trust him fully to be a guy that just will never make a mistake, especially he if will. he's pressured. Exactly. Even in, even in their wins, he has. Right. Um, he with the rib injury, and I would I obviously never wish anything on anyone, but you know, with the rib injury in the ankle, you have to get in his head early and hit him. You have to. Mm-hmm. That'll exactly. dictate the tone of the entire game. Get him uncomfortable. Get him thinking about that pressure coming. He'll give you a mistake or two. So while I don't think the defense all of a sudden turns into world beaters, I do think they can be competent enough Mm -hmm. that the Eagles offense will be able to outscore the Bucs with a hobbled quarterback. That's what I expect. If that doesn't happen and the Eagles somehow lose, yeah, I want everybody on the coaching staff going because the more I think about the situation, the matchup, the advantages the Eagles should have on paper, they're the excuses to lose this thing, just like there aren't any. So I don't know what answers would be acceptable from the coaching staff that says, okay, yeah, y'all deserve another chance at that point. This no, is a said, game the Eagles should win. You said everyone goes. If they, everyone. if they lose on Monday, everyone goes. The defensive coordinator is already gone. We already know that. We've mm-hmm. already talked about Johnson. How it's he could be on the, he could be on the block either way, so, and at that point, Sirianni, he's not safe either. Mm-hmm. If, because you're 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 really looking at did they just check out on this guy? Because we can't look at this roster and say they're talentless. 
I can't say that. They have holes, but they're not talentless. To, like There are defenses around the league with a lot less talent than the Eagles that Buffalo's have performed like, better. Buffalo's down like four or five, five <laughs> players on their defense. Tredavious Wyatt hasn't played all year, and their defense is still playing great. Yeah. So it's, and that's my point. Like At some point, you've got NFL-caliber athletes. You got to be able to do something with them. Like you're not stopping anyone. Guys, like teams aren't punting against you. Like Arizona didn't punt. They're they're a four win team, and you couldn't get one punt out of them. Four win team punter didn't even need a shower after the game. Punter was like, "What what do I need to take a shower for? I didn't play. Let me put my clothes on and dip. That's that's what he. That was ridiculous. Held him to field goals twice, but didn't force a punt." Nope. Uh, if I may quote something that you said last week, Josie, I need, because I agree with you, I thought it was a great point. I want to see violent football on Monday. We got a hot, we got a, a hobbled quarterback. And I'm, and, and, and Key, just like you said, I'm not wishing injury on anybody. But Baker Mayfield needs to get hit. They hit him. He, he needs to get, he needs to get hit legally and, you know, within rules. Yeah, but he's, he yeah, needs to get hit. You got, you know, it would be a great, it would be a, a something good to see something from Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, that that big front line to put some real pressure, not some, not some almost, not 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 hurries. I, I need to see the quarterback hit. I want to see him hit. I want to see him ha- be forced to get the ball out earlier than he than he's supposed to, earlier than he needs to. He's going to get the ball out early because that's how you. That seems to be how you beat this. Uh, you beat this uh, linebacker in secondary, but I need to see him hit. I need to see Baker Mayfield on the ground repeatedly, over and over. I need to see violence from this deep from this defense, and that's not what we saw last week. That's not what we saw two weeks ago. That that hasn't been what we've seen in months. So for me, it's like that. That's that's what I need because, and that will make me feel a whole lot better because it's been hard. Y'all know me. Y'all know what I do. Talk trash on Twitter, and I haven't been able to do it much because the team's <laughs> bad. Because the team has been struggling, and it, and Forty Niners fans are too happy, and that makes me angry. Dallas fans, too happy. I need, you know, and I haven't been able to get into it with them. You know, I haven't been able to talk my talk, and I want to. And I'm I'm, I'm trying to psych myself up. I'm, I'm definitely trying to psych myself up, feel a little bit better going into it, because like I said, this, this, this whole vibe is just is killing me. And I'm coming around to, to what Mike Jones is saying, where I'm not yet. I don't think I'm ready to call for somebody's job, but quite frankly, if they lose and everyone gets fired, you will not see me do a show thinking like that was a miscarriage of justice. I'm not going to do a lot of fighting for jobs if they come out here and lay an egg on Monday. You know, somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to fall on the sword. If they all got to go, so be it. This isn't like the end of the Doug Peterson era. When I was like, all right, I want Howie gone. I want Carson gone. I want Doug gone. I feel like Howie has at least done enough to stay and fix this mess. Jalen, he can. 
and we know he can. We've seen we've we've seen him do it. With the, with the off season before 2017, the off season before 2022, we've seen him mm-hmm. do it multiple times. We've, and we've do it fairly quickly. quickly. Yes, he should be the last person that people are thinking about getting rid of. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. At at the end at the end of Doug Peterson's era, at the end of the Doug Peterson era, I wanted Howie going. He has earned to me since then. He has earned the right to at least try to fix this mess. So I'm and then he won executive year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm 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 cool with how we stand this time around. And I know they're not going to get rid. You just can't get rid of Jalen right now. No, you're not going to move on from Jalen Hurts right now. So at this point in time, now you're like, well, who's got to go? It's got to be the coaching staff. I would definitely. Well, to me, I would get rid of both coordinators either way. Mm-hmm. I would give Sirianni one more season to get it right because we have seen that Sirianni can pick a coordinator that works for him. He did it with Shane Steichen. Um. But I feel like 2024 would be that, okay, you got to either get back to the Super Bowl or do something or you're out. But I don't know if I would fire Nick yet. Um, I know a lot of people are saying that the locker room quit on him, this or that, but we really don't know. It's an easy narrative to throw out there when a team's losing. Mm -hmm. We don't know for sure what's happening in that locker room. For all we know, these guys are trying and it's just not working. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know how much say these guys have in play calling. It's just, it's a lot of, it's all speculation and they're not going to tell us in their press conferences. That's just no, the out. Eagles. Eagles tell us nothing in press. Yeah, conference. we don't know. They we don't know anything. They say they say the same generic things every week, and and that's what they're gonna do. You know, cliche city. You know. So, um, how do we feel about the job Matt Patricia's done to to date? Because Desai, I've, he was Desai. I got something to say about that. Go. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to defend Matt Patricia for the Giants and Cardinals games. I, I, I got nothing. They were bad. Mm-hmm. I do think that people are unfairly blaming him for the Seattle game because I have a serious issue with everyone thinking that the defense allowing 20 points was why we was was a, was the main reason we lost. Everyone's like, oh, but the last drive wouldn't have been a last drive if the offense had scored more than. 17 points that's not going to win you most NFL games Mm -hmm. and the Eagles literally had a third and seven in Seattle territory before that game winning drive where Mm -hmm. you could have put the game away you could have even kicked a field goal and 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 you know but you could have been up 20 to 13 but they couldn't convert the offense couldn't convert like pretty much the whole second half so it's like I thought Patricia did fine on Christmas day and against Seattle um, but Cardinals in the second Giants game were awful. Yeah, the Cardinals game, you got to be able to adjust something to stop the run because it, mm-hmm. it, you get hit for one or two big runs. Man, that stinks. They're consistently gashing you for four to seven yards and coming back to do it again. That's a problem with your scheme. Guys aren't – guys just – you just don't have them in the right position at that point. So, yeah, Patricia – Decide. I have a feeling both of them are gone, no matter what. Like, I don't know who's available that could replace these guys as DC. Would Rabel uh, like to? Would Rabel <laughs> like to step down from head coaching and be a coordinator? <laughs> no, I, I can't. I, I can't. I can't see that. I, I feel like, at least, I mean, to the point, key, the point that you made that uh, Sirianni had. Proven that he can pick some, he can pick coordinators, and mm-hmm. you know he's up until now he he's picked coordinators who might not have been at the top of anybody's list or names that instantly jump out at you. 
But once they, but with Steichen and and Gannon, once they once they once we. Once the players put their hands in the dirt, once they started playing games, then you started to see their body of work, and you were like, okay, these guys are all right. And you could see why teams would want them as head coaches. So to me, I feel like, all right, you know, to, to the point that you're making, I'm like, all right, give them an opportunity to pick new, uh, new coordinators. I don't necessarily need a name. I don't need, you know, everyone was talking about Frank Reich. Bring Frank Reich in. I'm like, I wouldn't mind Frank Reich as a senior offensive coordinator. Uh, uh, supervisor or consulting. He doesn't need to be, you know, so someone to just, you know, be quality control. I don't necessarily need the big name at a coordinator position. I just need somebody who could coach a good defense, put player, you know, teach players to be in a, a in a in a better position. Not make them but play a million snaps a game. Not half a song ready drop back into coverage. <sighs> Now, are you willing to go th- through the experience of another young first-time guy in the position, or do you want somebody more older and more established? It depends on um, who it is. But I, it's hard because with this talent, this window, we don't have time to bring in a young, experienced coordinator f- to figure it out. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's what Brian Johnson is. He's an inexperienced guy figuring it out on the fly on his first year. And you can't have that when you have a Super Bowl contender. At least, or at least you think you have one. Okay, I kind of feel the same. And the, like this year, they started both sides of the ball. Desai was the same, in the same boat essentially. You had guys who you have no real track record on, trying to figure it out on the fly, and you couldn't replace them both in midseason. Mm-hmm. I just, so, I just need to see the body of work. You know, I, there, there isn't a name. If you're asking me today, like. Like who would I like to see as the coordinator? I, I I wouldn't know. You know, I I couldn't give you a name. But once, I mean, like, sure, the, if Belichick wants to go back to yeah, college, yeah, 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 like his Giants days. Great, I'm all for it. Exactly, that's never going to happen. But yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. It's like like Belichick or 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 Vrabel, you know, Vrabel. Like, yeah, that's that's not realistic. But if you if you wanted to talk about maybe a position coach with another team, somebody who's who's coached in a system, sort of. Sort of like yep, we've been Denard running. Wilson's still there, mm-hmm. just saying. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a good point. It's <laughs> a very good point. You know, that that's that's a bridge I'll cross when I get there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we think the Eagles in the future need to rethink their defensive philosophy? Where in the last couple years, especially under Sirianni, it's kind of been this bend don't break, never give up the big play thing and they tend to be less aggressive in situations. It's so frustrating. You don't want to give up big plays, and the whole middle of the field is just basically open for them to take full mm-hmm. advantage of. All right, you get you just give up tip 5 to 10, mm-hmm. 10 yards a pop, and they just work their way down the field anyway. Yep. When, it, when, it's, when it's second and seven, and you see DBs lining up 10 yards behind uh, – 10 yards in front of the, uh, the receiver and already mm-hmm. start backpedaling, that's part of the problem, you know. I would like to see a little bit more pressure. I like to see, you know, some, you know, and, and some techniques and 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 you, some technique changes. I'd also like to see some philosophy changes. I talked about, you know, Hassan Reddy dropping back into coverage. You know, he's our best pass rusher. Mm-hmm. We talk about we talk about the fact that this 
defensive line has less sacks than it did last year. And then our best pass rusher is in coverage. Often. Way too often. So I I I need I need change. I need some, you know, technique change. I need philosophy change. So I'll pull my, you know, I'll pull my hair out over that. But <laughs> but none, but nonetheless, it's like and that's that all goes into part of my frustration because I feel like I'm talking too much about next season when there's a playoff game on Monday. And I feel like that's something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Now and, that goes back to where we were when we started the show and you said you couldn't you were having a hard time picking up the vibe. Yes. And I was telling you, you shouldn't. The vibe I'm picking up around the city is that a lot of fans kind of already accepted this year is over. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it like that, but it, that's the feeling I'm getting from a lot of fans around, like when I'm out mm-hmm. talking sports Same. with people. It's like, they've, yeah, it, they just kind of accepted losing this year. One thing I do like about the sports city, one thing I will say, even with the overreactions, I do like how quickly we buy back in the second things turn around. <laughs> oh, like we'll, we'll all, everyone's like, oh, we're done with the Sixers. And it's like Nick Nurse has us caring about them again. Mm-hmm. But if Philly goes to Tampa and somehow wins in a actually nice way or more than one score, you're going to see all the tweets on the time like we're back. It, it, that's just how we are. And I would love mm-hmm. to see that. But I think mm-hmm. that. People just need to be convinced, and I understand because they have no reason to feel that way over the last couple of weeks. But it would literally take that to be like, okay, fine, let's go into Dallas or San Fran and see what happens if they beat Tampa. Yeah, absolutely. If they beat Tampa by a couple scores, everybody will be, we're back. They figured yeah. it out. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That that's just yeah. how we are. That's but, just how we are. And, and- yep. Jonesy, I've told you myself, I'll come, I will come on this microphone on Tuesday and be like, I knew it all along, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it all along. It's like I've, I've I've never deleted a tweet. I've never pulled never a doubt. podcast. The receipts are there. And I will still come on, uh, I'll still come <laughs> on the air on Tuesday and be like, I believed it all along. I will and I will tag people. I will dare you to prove me wrong. Hey man, I was here. I believed in them. All season long, I knew they beat the, uh, I knew they beat the Bucks, and I'd get right into it with Dallas or San Fran fans, whoever wants it. Ooh, don't let Dallas lose to Green Bay. Hoo-hoo. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, come on, that'll please. be fun. <laughs> please, Jordan come, Love, come, please. Come, 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 oh my goodness. <laughs> I I might buy a Jordan Love jersey for a Packers fan, not for I myself, might. but I I'll might. buy one for I, a Packers like, fan. I call like ten Packer fans. I'm I I might do it. <laughs> And here's it. That's that's the best thing about the Eagles playing on Monday. Let the Eagles play on Monday, and Dallas loses to Green Bay. And I do kind of like and, if and you do could, win, automatically already knowing we'll, where we'll go. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Yeah, being that's the last game, you have everything settled. But all right, so all right, so real quick, Key, how are you going to watch the game? What is your pro? What 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 is your process of watching the game? What will you do? Um, I do the same thing. I mean, I'll I'll be home uh, mm-hmm. like I've been for almost. Well, no, I've actually watched a couple Eagles games in the last two years in Philly with, after tailgates. But this one, I will be home. Mm-hmm. Um, my process, I'm just going to I get I, I usually start cleaning whenever I'm stressed about sports. <laughs> so I'll probably clean. I'll probably pace 
because playoff mm-hmm. games are different. Like they're it's it's mm-hmm. it's one and done. It's that's it. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna be re- I'm gonna be really nervous. I feel like come Monday afternoon, I'll be fine until then. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I'm just ready to see what happens in in a strange way. I do expect them to win, but it will probably be the most pulling teeth pulling awful experience. But I don't really care. I just want to get out of there with a dub. Tell you what are you going to do on Monday? Monday, I probably sit down. I tend to watch playoff games with one of my cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, not too many people around, but somebody I could, you know, I don't just have to yell at the screen. I could yell at someone else too. But I still not too many distractions. So that'd probably be the plan. Um, I definitely don't want to be out anywhere for this game. I, I, I need to be in a more comforting environment. But all that being said, I think the Eagles win by at least two touchdowns. What? I like it. You know, all, all the stuff I've said all show, I actually think the Eagles are going to win by two touchdowns. It does feel like one of those weeks where they ironically come out and we're like, where was this team last week and the week before mm-hmm. that? And then we're just like, okay. <laughs> I would love that. Now, I, I, I will tell you this. Key, you said you, you clean when you get nervous. And taste. I cook, I, 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 I cook when I get nervous. <laughs> and the problem is I will cook and I will make a lot of food. And then if they lose, you somebody has no, no, no. I will eat all of it. That's, oh. that's, that's the problem. That's the problem, you know. So, so new plan. Uh-huh. Both of y'all could come over. JB, you cook. Key, you can clean. Exactly. <laughs> you got a process, and, and, and we're good. Yeah, there you go. No, and, and, I, and I'll tell you this: that the plan has already been set. I'm, I'm making chili tomorrow. I'm making my. I'm, I'm making chili tomorrow. I so, love chili. oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's gonna be serious, and it's gonna be a lot of it because I just don't know how to make small amounts of. Food. I was gonna say, does anyone make a small amount of chili? I feel like <laughs> no, that's a prerequisite. No, no, no. I, I I got the big I got the big soup uh, pan <laughs> going, and 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 really, you know, it's, it's just gonna be a couple of us. But this that's just how it's gonna be, and uh, I'm making it for like a whole weekend, and it's gonna be a lot of it. And I will, if the Eagles lose, I will eat all of it, but. If they win, I'll probably eat most of it. Um, <laughs> Look, chili's a top tier comfort food. Look. It, it, it is, and, and that's and that's what I need right now. That that is exactly what I need. Um, I, I wish I was as confident as as Jonesy. I I I do also believe that the Eagles will win on Monday, but I I don't know about two touchdowns. I would even take a repeat of how we played them earlier in the season. What did we? It was like twenty five to eleven or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. take that again. And that's kind of the feel I have where like, when I say the Eagles win by two touchdowns, it's honestly because I don't think Baker's able to produce a lot of points in his current state. Mm-hmm. And I Tampa's think, not really like a strong rushing team. They don't have right. like a really strong feature back, which makes me feel a little bit better about them. I just, I, I feel like I can see this game going where the Eagles play good enough to win. Mm-hmm. Good enough to win, good enough to show you that what you want from this team is there. But not necessarily blowing them out. 
but to show you, hey, you know, this team can get st- this defense can get stops. And this offense can run the ball and move the ball downfield. So I could see, you know, I you know, I could see it winning by a field goal, maybe, you know, or or a touchdown or so. But I I don't know about two scores yet. I I'm I'm not that confident. But I but look, it's Friday, so if I'm talking something different on Sunday, so be it, you know. <laughs> it's what I do. You know, maybe Jordan Love beats Dallas and you get that extra pep in your step. You never know. That, that's exactly what could happen. <laughs> oh, man, that's exactly that would really make my my day Sunday. <laughs> like Let me tell you I've been hoping for that. Like the Eagles win, hope is here. Jordan Love beating the Packers is like right there. Man. You should have heard me talking to my friend. I'm like, in, in a perfect wild card weekend, we win mm-hmm. and Dallas and Detroit both lose, meaning in the second round, we host and and, and mm-hmm. Green Bay goes to San Fran. I'm like, in a perfect world. Oh, let me tell you we, something. That, but, you know, that's a, that is a lot. Mm-hmm. Dallas and Detroit both losing, that's a lot. Mm, that, that That is a lot, but I would love it. And it'd be open. Let me tell you, so it'd be open season. Y'all would, I, I, I might get Elon himself might ban me from Twitter if that's if that's how this weekend goes. Everybody's, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting blocked by somebody on if Tuesday. Dallas loses. If, I don't da- care if what Dallas loses, do. I'm definitely getting blocked by a lot of people. If Dallas loses <laughs> and Philly sure. wins this weekend, I, I, I will multiple blocks. It's gonna be. The Kimbe Mutombo out there, man. People just wagging their finger at me. And don't let That's... San Fran come out rusty in the divisional next week. Oh, boy. Mm. Come on now. All right. Look, King, where can people reach you? Tell, tell people where they can find Real Mama Eagle all over these streets. I'm easy to find. I'm Real Mama Eagle on everything. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube. Very straightforward. What you got? Work, uh, what projects you got working on? Um, um, I have uh, some. I have some gaming stuff for YouTube. Um, I do a lot of NFL stuff on my Twitch channel every Monday at ten thirty a.m. Eastern. Um, right. So that's really what I've been doing for the most part. Awesome, awesome. We're we're fans of your work. Always appreciate when you come on. Needs to be more often, and you know what? And, and, and that just might have to happen. We, you know, we. we we don't know how to leave well enough alone, so we'll probably call you back in a couple of weeks and be like, "Come on, you need to, you need to come hang out with your boys." All right. We were in the championship game. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> if we're in the championship game, we're we're absolutely calling you. It's like, look, you you need to come back because we're going to say you coming on our show is what gave them good luck to 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 go on this run. <laughs> I appreciate you both for having me, though. Oh, we appreciate uh, you. Absolutely. You're Anytime. always welcome. Thank you. We appreciate you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Real Mama Eagle. She's here. She came through the show, man. Always a good guest. Always appreciate her, man. She's one of, she's, she's a real one, man. Absolutely. Now we, we just need these Eagles to go ahead and get this job done so we can get the vibes picked back up in this city. Yeah, I, uh, that, that would be great. We we need we need good vibes. I need good vibes. When the vibes are up, come playoff time in this city. There's there's not much like it. Yeah. Yes. There's we nothing. just need the team to play with some juice to get it going again. Exactly. There's no city. I swear, there's no city like Philly. Come playoff time, no matter what the sport is, whether it's baseball, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's hockey. Yeah. 
any yeah the team once the team's there when, when, when the flyers are doing good you won't you don't know where you're gonna find flyers fans you're gonna find flyers fans in north philly but, but that's you're why gonna find it's so weird that the juice six, isn't there right yeah now. yeah you're gonna find like when when a team is vibing when a team is go, when a team is in the playoffs and and that's what makes this so crazy because i feel like i've never felt like this going into a playoff game Especially, I, I, you know, let me let me scratch that. I feel like I've never felt like this with the Eagles going into the playoff game. There's been times with the Phillies. There's been times with the Sixers. Uh, I felt like this, but with the Eagles, I've never felt like this. But they have the power to change things, so we will see. You got to You have them winning. I have them winning. We'll see what happens. You tell us what's going on. You tell us what you think. Hit us up. Facebook, Instagram, Twix at BITW. You still haven't given Jones that up yet. No, Twix is a thing. Twix is the real thing. That that's got legs. That's that's gonna happen. That, people recognize Twix. <laughs> but uh but yo, hit us up, Jonesy and Brown. Once again, that's all one word, Jonesy and Brown, or you can hit us up at BITW Sports. You can also download Subscribe, follow at bitwsports.com. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy all the football. Three ga- three days of playoff football is coming up, man. So enjoy it. That is Mike Jones over there. That's I John am, Brown. I am John Brown. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. We'll talk to y'all later. Go Birds. Peace, y'all. This podcast is a production of Best in the World Sports a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. To subscribe, download, and follow on social media, go to bitwsports.com. You're listening to Jonesy and Brown. Brown.